Welcome to Rainmakers. Now to our host, Carl Grant. Welcome to Rainmakers. I'm here with Justin Winter, Senior Enterprise Account Executive for Salesforce. Welcome, Justin. Carl, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm uh, looking through your background and, and thinking about the things that you've done. It looks like you started out doing some real estate. Uh, you went to Wharton and um, and then you moved into sports management and uh, you had some kind of cool jobs uh, with the Spurs. Talk to me a little bit about that and how business development played into that role. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a great experience. I you know loved and, and still love uh, Spurs Sports Entertainment, and I, my primary focus was the Austin Spurs. When I joined the team, it was the Austin Toros, and kind of um, we did a little bit of a, a, a rebrand in 2014 uh, over to uh, Austin Spurs, and and so I, I started out primarily um, looking to build our corporate sponsorships, corporate partnerships. Um, so definitely, you know, on the business development side establishing relationships with business owners, uh, decision makers at, at, at different companies around Austin. And, um, and sort of my, my role continued, you know, to expand from, from there, but just an amazing experience and, uh, and, and learned a lot in, when it came to relationship building and, and, uh, and re revenue generation. So it was a really cool experience. And then the Spurs moved down to San Antonio, did they not? So Everyone knows kind of the San Antonio Spurs, right? They are NBA team and you know yep. five championships, an amazing winning culture. They have a G League team uh, called the Austin Spurs, which oh, is okay. if you're familiar with the minor league baseball yep. system, it's kind of a similar sort of setup, a little bit of you know a farm system, uh, some would say, for the San Antonio Spurs. And, and so I got a front row seat for a lot of the young talent that has that that you know the San Antonio Spurs would would draft. They would start them in Austin, and uh, and they would they would move their way onto the San Antonio Spurs roster. DeJounte Murray, Bryn Forbes, who's since moved on to the Milwaukee Bucks. Um, you know, earlier on, it was Corey Joseph. Uh, we had Jonathan Simmons, just, just some amazing players, amazing people. Um, and, and to be able to tell that story and be a part of that story uh, when building our corporate base was a lot of fun. Yeah, talk to me about how you went about developing those business relationships and, and cultivating them and getting them involved. Yeah, I you know the the relationship piece is is really really big for me. I, I think um, it, it's very easy to you know if you think ticket sales, right? If you think ticket sales, corporate sponsorship sales, which are kind of the two revenue pillars, major revenue pillars uh, of a of a G League franchise. Um, it can be very easy to to go and be transactional, right? And you know, hey, let me sell you this, and then continue to move. And you have to play the numbers game, right? For every ten conversations I have, one may result in business. But it's really important to approach every single conversation with authenticity, curiosity, you know, and a genuine willingness to to get to know the person. And, and that was always really important to me. And I, you know, learned that you know over time, and and, and wanted to make sure that people saw me as, as a, as a trusted advisor, um, you know, maybe in an ideal situation, a friend, right. But, you know, the very least a trusted advisor and not just sales guy, business development guy, vendor. Right. And so um, over, over time, I think getting better at, at that. And, and um, you know, one of my favorite things would be, you know, years would go by and I'd be, I'd be working with someone and 
um, and say, hey, you know, my, my son's graduated from high school. I'm like, oh, wait, is that the same son that I, I when I first met you, he was, you know, going into middle school and we're, you know, we're talking about that, or I'm, I'm a big birthday guy, right? And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, oh yeah, you know, it's your son's 17th birthday, right? And, oh yeah, how'd you remember? Like, I, I just, I love those kinds of things and, and, and building relationships that way in, in a way that's more meaningful. And, and oh, by the way, you know, here's a contract and we'll sign, right? But, you know, the, the relationship comes first. And because um, ultimately, particularly in sports, you know, we, we would find, you know, there's lots of different things to sell, right? But in, in sports, you're not necessarily selling a, a need, right? You're, you're selling a story, you're, you're selling an experience, um, and you're selling a relationship, right? A lot of times they, they may want to do, a company may want to do business with the Austin Spurs because of a relationship with, um, with the person that they, that they know there versus, you know, this, this overwhelming business need. Um, and so that, that's something that was very important to me uh, during my entire time. Well, that seems to be a theme of these podcasts is that most of the people I've talked to are relational rather than transactional. And Mm -hmm. there's a big difference. Um, I, I see it a lot of in the mergers and acquisitions world where, where, you know, people are on to the next transaction. That's all I can think about is the next transaction or the next in the software business, the next sale, you know, it's smile and dial and <laughs> try to get the next close. But, uh, but you and I have a much different long-term approach to the market. And that approach is one that will, you know, these relationships follow you wherever you go. You know, right. to yeah. today you're you're representing Salesforce, Salesforce.com, and that's much much different than a sports team. And so, talk to me about how those relationships you developed out of all those years of doing sports have translated into working for a software platform. Yeah, absolutely. I, and um, yeah, got the got the opportunity to to make the move to Salesforce uh, and and have jumped in, and it's been it's been a, it's been an amazing ride so far. And you know, I think you know part of it is the you know I mentioned the cultivating the relationships, but knowing knowing my limitations too. Um, and uh, you know, part of part of that is is knowing your limitations, right? And so you know, something I. I benefited from a lot was was um, just amazing mentorship with, with the Spurs, right? And just there's there's amazing people in that in that organization, and you know Tim Salier and Ryan Snyder, and, you know, Frank Maselli, who's like a legend in the in the industry, were really really crucial for me. And 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 so ident- identifying mentors and and maybe taking a little bit from from each um, has, has really helped set me up for success with Salesforce and identifying you know similar individuals within, within that organization. And so. Um, I think the, the, cultivating relationships not only with you know prospects or or people we may be selling to, but also within the organization uh, was something that I learned with this first sports entertainment. And so um, back to your back to your question on on the Salesforce piece, you know it, it's it's truly it's a marathon, right? It's um you know when I growing up in in high school, I was a I was a I ran track and field and I was a sprinter. I, you know, I love sprinting the hundred meter, 200 meter, but now as I've gotten older, I, I've actually gotten into distance running, you know, I've run half marathons and, um, and, and it's a different body type, different muscles, different workout. Um, but I, I'm actually finding myself appreciating this, this long game a lot more. And I, I think about that as, as it pertains to sales and with Salesforce, you know, knowing my limitations of being new to the industry, knowing my limitations and, and, and leveraging, uh, and 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 built and and leaning on the people around me has been a, a big learning um, uh, piece for me. And but then also um, never stopping the curiosity, right? Be, because I'm new to the industry, 
um, asking questions about about the businesses, asking questions about you know where their pain points are. I, all, all those things that um, that I've learned throughout my career have really helped me as I as I've gotten into this career with Salesforce. And, and did you take some of those same relationships with you? Are you doing business with the same people? You know, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit different. A lot of a lot of my clients in um, in Salesforce are not in Austin, right? They're they're the western half of the U.S., but not not in Austin. Their their accounts. Um, you know, spread across the West Coast, and so it's a little bit different. But in, in in that way, it's um it's been exciting to to start some new relationships, right? And and to um to ask new questions and and truly come in as, hey, I'm the new guy. I you know, I'd love to know how how'd you get to where you are today, and you know, your business is thriving. Tell me tell me about that. How'd you get there? Like I I loved you know to to be able to dig into those conversations from a fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. So look, I, I like to go to areas in this podcast where other people don't go. So uh, nobody would know by looking at you listening to you that you're you're a black man, but you're a black man. And and we live in this world of diversity and inclusion. It's become a big buzzword. And I kind of grew up in a kind of a colorblind society where, you know, it was very diverse. We didn't think about these things, but like you can't get away from it today in today's business world. So how has that worked for you? Has it has it has it been a colorblind society or have you found some of these initiatives to help you or, or what? Well, I think just to start off, I mean, that that's probably the number one thing about me. And that's, that's the, you mentioned no one would know that from hearing from me, but I, that's the number one thing that I'm, I'm proud of. Right. And, and that, that I, I wear every, every day of my life is, is uh, being a person of color, right. Being, being a black man and, and, and representing, um, you know, my, my family and, and who I am very well. And so um, it's, it's not a colorblind society by any means. Um, but I also, I, I look at this as um, I, I listened to one of your, you, you've got, I'm now a fan of your podcast, Carl. So I've, you know, Thank listened you, to several, several episodes now <laughs> and you've got, you've had, you've had some friends on here, Tim Donahue and um, Renee Bengelsdorf, who I had a, the privilege of, of working with a little bit. She was a great supporter of the Austin Spurs. She, she mentioned, you know, being one of the only females in, in a male dominated industry, but, it, but turning that around to, to something that she really owned, right. And, and made her own. And, oh, she and, absolutely did. Yeah. And, and it, which I think is, a, is an awesome story. And I, I think, you know, that's something, you know, maybe in a slightly different way, but I, you know, me being a black man is, is, is something that I'm, I'm so proud of. And, and I, I wear with, with pride and, and that's something I own. And, and if I can, um, if I can use that to promote the, the success of other people that look like me, um, to, to give back wherever I can and, and be a resource that that's something I, that's, that's number one for me. Um, so I, I, I don't look at it as a limitation at, at all. I, I look at it as, as a, as a source of pride and, um, and I always have. And, and so I, I, you'll never see me sort of pretending to not be or to pretending to be, I'm just going to you know, be my authentic self and, um, and, and, and bring that to the table and, and let everyone else sort of, sort of adjust around me. If, you know, that, that's meant to be the best way to put that, but that's, that's um, the big thing about me is, is the pride that I, ha- that I have for being who I am. That's fantastic. So I, I found I was doing a lot of the right things all throughout my career, just because it was the right thing to do when we'd have, pitch events, you know, half the presenters would be um, minority or female. And, and then all, all of a sudden society woke up a year ago and, and I, I didn't, I didn't know how to react to that. I'm, I'm like, all right, so should I, <laughs> should I frown upon the fact that they're, they're waking up because of really bad things that have happened? Um, 
but I didn't. I realized, you know what? We've got a running head start with what we've been doing. So let's just let's just accelerate and and seize the opportunity with all these relationships we've developed over time. And and so I don't know. I kind of em, have embraced it, and you know, glad the rest of the society is is has caught on. I don't know if you look at it that way. As these well. are. Carl, these are conversations we, we've had, we've needed to have for a long time, right? Some have been more comfortable having those types of conversations. Some haven't. Uh, unfortunately, it took you know, some, some, some very, very serious situations in 2020 to force us all to come to the table. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, the way I look at it is it's, it's an ongoing thing, right? It's not a holiday. It's not a, not a single flashbulb moment. It's, it's, you know, it's a lifestyle. And, and, um, and so if anything good came out of 2020, I, I think maybe it's forcing us to have those conversations more regularly. And I, that's something, it's certainly at the forefront of my mind. Yeah. Well, I think it would have been silly for me to try to do this podcast without talking about it. And so Justin, what, what, what I want to get from you is a, a young person listening to this podcast, maybe in college, maybe just starting out. And they're like, man, this guy's really, you know, he's, he's gone to Wharton. He's, He's worked for the Spurs. He's working at Salesforce. He's an achiever. What advice do you have for for young people that want to emulate you? Wow, I you know I think the you know I mentioned the cultivating relationships that that can't be overstated. You know, I've um, you and I have talked offline about this too, Carl. I just just relationships are so important and so central. Um, you can't, no, no person is an island and, and no matter what you're doing, even, even if you're not in business development, you know, relationships are going to, to serve you well. Um, integrity, right? Like that's, um, and, and I'll, I'll come clean on this podcast. I, I, I have, uh, especially just starting out, um, into the workforce, um, you know, I, I, there were times where I, I fell short with that and, and, and that, that came back to bite me. And, and so I, I needed to, to make sure, and I need to make sure um, that, 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 that is number one, um, you know, being, being, being truthful, being who I say I am, you know, following through all, all of those things, be, uh, because, you know, the people you work with expect that. And, and, and that, that's how you can, can truly, truly develop relationships. And so integrity, um, if someone's just starting out, I, you know, making sure that, um, that they have a, a good sense of self and, and that, and, and that they are ready to be, um, ready to follow through and, and, and be authentic all the way through. I, and, and if you are rejected, you know, for, for any reason, um, you know, make sure that that's based on what you are truly bringing to the table. And so I think that's a big one. I, I think the other one probably goes without saying, and I've heard others say this too, Carl, is it's just the hard work, right? Nothing replaces good old fashioned hard work. Um, I, I, <laughs> I say all the time, I, I hit the jackpot with my parents, like my, my, my mom and dad are, are amazing, just amazing, amazing people. Um, and I, I probably didn't realize it until I became a parent myself. And now I'm like sounding like my mom and I'm, I'm repeating things my dad was saying. But uh, one of the things that they never really had to say, they just lived was, was hard work. Like they, they, they worked, they were, they were people that, you know, got up, went to work and, you know, no complaints. And um, I, I think that is something that, that rubbed off on me more than anything else. And, and so if um, you ask anyone that that's worked with me over the years, um, if nothing else, I'm going to work very hard. And, uh, and, and that's, that's something, um, I, I don't take my employment for granted. I don't take, you know, my career for granted, uh, my status, anything I, you know, every, every single day, I want to make sure I'm getting up and, and, and working as hard as I can. And, um, I would definitely want to make sure that, you know, anyone starting out in a career, um, approaches it that way as well. You know, that there's nothing, uh, 
some sometimes entry level positions, right? You, you may be asked to do something a little outside of your comfort zone. You may be asked to do, um, you know, some some work that that uh, I want. I want to be. I wish I was up here. What you may need to start down here, right? And then, but just making sure that you're 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 doing it. You know, doing it with pride and um, and giving it your all so that you can get to where you eventually want to go. Well, it seems so common sense and almost old fashioned, but it's great advice. Justin Winter, Senior Enterprise Account Executive for Salesforce. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. So if you like what you heard today, please subscribe, please share it with your friends and rate the podcast. Thanks. You have been listening to Brain Makers with Carl Grant. 